The Dane and Derek Show is an uncensored, unfiltered podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hello, and welcome back to the Dane and Derek Show, a podcast where two nerdy friends keep in touch and shoot the shit. My name is Derek Ayello, and I'm a writer, director, and very frequent tabletop RPG player. And with me, as always, is my good friend, Dane. Hey, I'm Dane. I'm a writer, musician, podcaster, and I'm a lover of tabletop RPGs. How are you doing, man? <laughs> good. Uh, so if anyone can can tell from the dulcet tones of our voice, it's early for us. Yeah. We are... We, Life has been weird, especially on my end. So to find a time to record, we we didn't actually get up that early, but this is like when we would normally be getting into, or I would normally be getting into like work, so to speak. So sorry yeah. if my voice is a little gravelly or slow. Yeah, you know, I would say that, that our voices probably sound like premium, like, like voice over level right like we could read a really great trailer right now and we've and we'd sound cool but i don't know <laughs> I, th- I think i'd agree with you on that i think i think it'd have to be the right movie if you if that makes sense like i don't think we could do an action movie i think we're too lackadaisical right now but yeah you know you know well, today's a special episode because we've been doing this for over 30 episodes, or I guess 30 episodes as of this episode, which is pretty wild. And um, we thought it'd be fun to do an Ask Us Anything. And people actually sent in questions, which really surprised me. Um, how, how are you feeling about answering some, some questions from listeners, Dane? I'm feeling good. Excited, honestly. Fantastic. Well... Let's just dive right into it because I got a really easy one for us. Or maybe it's not easy. Um, it's from Randolphius uh, on Instagram. And the question is boxers or briefs? I've done both in the past. I like some people have really strong opinions about this sort of stuff. And literally, uh, I, I just want to be comfortable. So usually it's like a boxer brief i guess i guess I that's know. exactly what i was gonna say is like you split the difference you go you go boxer briefs because you maximize comfort with stability and you know what i mean it's it's you can't really go wrong with boxer briefs um no no you can't i i guess um you know what I you know what I heard once, and this is this is only mm-hmm. tangentially tangentially related. Uh, it's not really to do with the the choice, uh, but a good shared friend of ours uh, once told me this. Um, when I guess it's not tangentially related, we were discussing this exact same thing, and she said to me, "Look, you just you never see, in a porno you never see a dude wearing boxers. You just don't." They're, they're (laughs) obviously aesthetically inferior. Um, and like, that's never really influenced my decision because, uh, 
I kind of made a decision, I guess, a decade ago and then like moved on with my life. But like that little thing, like always stuck in my brain. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of true though. Like, like I've never, I've never seen that. And that's, and it's like a silly thing. Um, but she's, she's a funny person like that. Um, I will not out her here as the person who said that though. The, yeah, that's probably yeah. Though that's great though. Hold that truth and don't let anybody take it from you, Dane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, next question um, from Zizahoric on Instagram. Cookie dough or cooked cookies or cookie dough? Yeah, I'm gonna go cooked cookies. Honestly, cooked cookies. Um, okay. Both, both from like a health risk perspective, and also just like. Okay, to be fair, I'm ta- I'm thinking like fresh baked, so still like a little soft, unless it's like a biscuit that's meant to be like, have like a snap to it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, definitely the, the cooked situation for sure. What about you? I prefer cookie dough, but, but I don't like cookie dough with chocolate chips because chocolate chips are so hard to bite in cookie dough compared to a cookie. So I will only eat cookie dough if it's plain cookie, if it's just cookie, which Mm. I hardly ever see. You kind of have to make that yourself. Exactly. So I I don't really indulge in cookie dough as a result because I just, I don't know. So something about chewing chocolate chips that are crunchy or not even crunchy, like, they become like Tic Tacs and that like, kinda, and that's not like what I'm looking for in a cookie. So here, so here's what I'll say. Uh, you know this, but the listeners might not, I don't like chocolate. Mm -hmm. Um, so the other thing is by and large, the vast majority of cookie dough that's out there, I just won't eat period. Like, Mm. like people will go to the store and they'll like get like a block of like cookie dough that's like frozen and like snack on it. And it's always chocolate chip. And I'm always like, fuck that. Get that shit away from me. Um, <laughs> and I know, I know, I know it makes me the devil. I know. But to me, chocolate tastes like really bitter, horrible dirt. It just makes me gag. It's horrible. So mm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a I'm not I won't go out of my way for chocolate. I'll put it that way. Like I'll indulge, but I not it's not like it's pretty low on my on my list of things I enjoy. <laughs> um Really? Yeah, I well, I think a part of it comes from the fact that like a good chunk of my friends growing up, including you, did not like chocolate. And then as I got older I was just like, Yeah, why why do I consume this this thing? That is called chocolate. And I just I realized like, yeah, I don't really I don't really like the flavor or the texture that much. Um like I'd much rather like get like uh like strawberry ice cream or something at an ice cream place over chocolate ice cream or I think I think what really did it for me was was is red velvet cake. Red really? velvet cake. Yeah, because it's it's red, so I associate it with strawberries or cherries. Mm-hmm. But then it's chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the most disappointing thing in the world to me. Uh, 
because yeah, I want chocolate or I want strawberries and I want cherries and I don't want I don't want chocolate in my red dyed cake. Uh, <laughs> so here's so here's my question then. Uh huh. Is a strawberry your like go to sweet flavor then? Yeah, strawberry is my go to sweet sweet flavor. Second is cherries. Third is like blueberry. Fourth so is like, like fruit flavors. Yeah, fruit flavors with vanilla being like I'll pair I'll pair everything with vanilla. Um fair. Yeah. Like a good vanilla milkshake at a diner, that's like my jam. But also like a good strawberry milkshake, that's also fun. Uh yeah. I, I'm that guy that gets like the strawberry ice cream with cake mix and then with extra strawberries because <laughs> then it's a strawberry shortcake in ice cream form. And mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess like my actual, my, my like two like obscure, like sweet flavor, those that I love is grass jelly and ube, which I don't know if you've had either. Ube. Yes. Okay. Uh, grass jelly. No. Cool. Tell yeah, me grass, grass jelly. jelly. Grass jelly is like this real subtle, sweet kind of like, aromatic jelly that you can put in like like a bubble tea kind of drink or mix it with like tofu and syrup and you get like a like a breakfast food or a dinner food hmm. um what i really like about it is just it just has this subtle sweet flavor it's what i imagine soda to to taste like but it soda doesn't taste like it and grass hmm. jelly is like significantly healthier I mean, granted, it's it's not healthy if you eat like cans by itself, like I have. Uh, <laughs> but if you consume it in an alternate form, like there's this one boba shop in Koreatown that sells like a grass jelly tea. Like if you consume it like that, it's fantastic. Um, ten out of ten would recommend. You can usually just buy it at any like Pan Asian market. Um, comes in like a blue can. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it's like a nice subtle flavor. I think that's the thing. I like, I either like sour sweets or I like subtle sweets. I I I think that's kind of and chocolate doesn't fall into that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, chocolate chocolate does the sweet, the bitter, the creamy, but not really. Yeah, not sour or subtle. So, Mm -mm. yeah. What What's your favorite sweet or go to sweet? uh caramel usually um usually usually it's best when cut with like like something that's like sort of like crack for me is like a caramel bourbon sauce over anything um ooh, yeah fancy here's the thing i don't actually like sweet all that much it's not like a flavor i go for super hard all the time um, I will say, funnily enough, I have finally started having like cravings for sweet food, uh, having gone on this um, low carb keto adjacent diet for, for oh, my health. No. Um, like it's it's not bad. It's not like like, oh, no, what am I going to do? But it's like for the first time in my life, I'm like, wow, I could really go for something like super sweet, like dang, I would really love some cake. Like, that's never happened to me before. Um, and so, like, 
I, I like I said, I don't really like sweets all that much. Uh-huh. So it's definitely this thing of like, uh, I like the, the the sweet flavor to be kind of complex. So when it's like when like caramels mixed with like bourbon, there's like, you know, there's some kick to it. There's some some of like the burn of like alcohol a little bit in there. There's, you know, a little bitterness, all that good stuff. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Well, I think that answers the cookie question. <laughs> I think we got there. I think we I think yeah. we answered it and then some. And then some, yeah. So our next question is from Elisa underscore Brown on Instagram. What are your favorite dogs and why pugs? I think that last part was directed at me. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. I, Elisa, it's not just pugs. It's also French bulldogs. Uh, do, you, do you just like the smush face dogs? I like the smush face dogs. I, I like a chill buddy. That's that's just kind of what I imagine all smush face dogs to be is just chill buddies. Um, especially like Frenchies. Like I, I just want like a like a nice round chill Frenchie. Just sounds like the ultimate like chill on a couch with like snacks kind of friend. But I, they're a dog, so <laughs> I don't think they'd indulge in snacks. <laughs> but you know that kind of energy, like the kind of the kind of dog that sits on your lap and refuses to let you get up, kind of energy. That that's the kind of buddy I want. Um, so yeah, Frenchies are pugs for me. What about you? Well, I know you have dogs, right? I do have dogs. Uh, we have an Australian Shepherd and uh, a Great Dane. Um, the Australian Shepherd is uh, Gracie's first i mean they're they're our dogs at this point but like she got him and i got my great dane from the rescue she's i guess she's mine so to speak um the thing i actually like is uh basically anything over 100 pounds um like wolfhounds and uh you know like Alaskan Malamutes, uh, any dog that's half wolf, um, Great Danes, obviously, uh, some bloodhounds can get that big, um, you know, not Portuguese water dogs, um, Tibetan Mastiffs, uh, all these, all these like really big dogs, because in actuality, not all of them, of course, but a huge number of them, the bigger the dog gets, kind of the lazier it gets. Um, and they tend to have, uh, gentler personalities too. Um, they're definitely like the actual, like if you're, if you, here's like a weird little bit of advice I've gotten from like all kinds of like dog trainers and breeders and all of these people who like do really good work with dogs, which is if you live in an apartment, you either need to go small, like truly small, like under like 20, 15 pounds, or you need to go big um, because mm. those are the dogs that do well in small spaces because a big dog honestly just needs a like a walk a day um, and they'll wear themselves out. They, they're not high energy dogs. Like the dogs you don't want in a small apartment is actually something like an Australian shepherd or um, a Labrador, these like medium sized dogs because they're high energy and but they are too big to to fit in spaces. 
So like a big dog, a big lazy dog is actually a really flexible dog, depending on like what living mm-hmm. situation you have. They're also, they're typically really sweet and good with like uh, people. So not the, not the half wolf dogs, half wolf dogs are, are weird. I will say that right now, which is like, they are, they will be good to their owners and like nobody else. Um, they're super cool, but I would not recommend them to like anybody unless you're like, I live alone in the woods six months out of the year. Great. Have your half wolf dog. But like, other than that, don't. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. I would not yeah. have guessed that, but that is good to know. So, so yeah, it, it happened to be that I got a great Dane, which is funny, like, haha, but like, um, really, I was just looking for something that was, uh, a, a, a fair size. Gracie at the time, she gave me the rule, which was, uh, it has, it has to weigh less than her. Um, like she has to be bigger than the dog, mm. uh, which winter did at the time when I rescued her, but she was like malnourished when I got her. So now she weighs more than Gracie. Uh, but I snuck her in. The funny thing is now, uh, Gracie's like kind of really come around on, on that. And next big dog that we rescue, I don't think there's going to be any limitations. Nice. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. So your dog's name is winter. Yes. Winter. Um, it's not a good, it's not actually a good name for her. She like hates the cold. Um, she's not, she's too dopey for such a pretty name. Um, so mostly <laughs> I call her Tartar. Um, Tartar. yeah, it's, wow. yeah, she's a big, she's a big dummy. I love her very much. A big floof. No, no, no. Uh, Great Danes are like really short coats. Oh, um, okay. Finch, the Australian shepherd, he's a big floof. Okay. Um, he is, he is quite the floof. It's very, yeah, we have nice. to, we, we're constantly trying to keep mats from forming in his hair because he has so much of it. <laughs> so lots of brushing, but he hates it. <laughs> goodness. Goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our next question is from at dramatic queer on Twitter. Scented candles. Yay or nay? If yay, any favorite sense? Sense? Sense. Mm-hmm. What a word. Um, but yeah, candles. You, you a candle person, Dane? Yeah, yeah. I'll go I'll go for a scented candle. Um anything subtle is nice. Like mm-hmm. the last thing I want is like one of those like big fucking cinnamon candles or whatever. Like just <laughs> Like just like like a nice scent is is great and like candlelight is nice. It like it legitimately is. Like I I enjoy it. Um, but yeah, don't don't nothing overpowering. That that's kind of my only rule with it. Mm. You, I didn't grow up with scented candles because if the candle is like like, like strong, it uh, the scent and like the air would it would just like. I would have an asthma attack. Uh, oh, so I've only I've experienced very few scented candles, of which are like lavender or like the almond smell you get from like mall soap in a candle, which is one of my favorite scents. Mm, um, mm. 
I don't know why, but I love that almond ball soap smell. It's really great. Uh, and so like, cause those are like fairly subtle. Um, but yeah, not, not, not really too, too big on it. Like I won't, if someone has a scented candle and they light it, I won't, I won't fuss, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'd ever purchase a scented candle for myself. Um, if someone gifted me one, I might use it, but I also, I think most people know that I don't really indulge in scented candles. So yeah, that's a thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like the idea of a scented candle to like, I've, I've heard that some people use a scented candle to like remind them that it's time to work or time to work out. Mm. Um, I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Yeah. Like using different smells to trigger different sort of mindsets, which I thought was interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, cool. Okay. I think we can do maybe two more questions. Sounds good. Before we wrap up for those of you listening that sent us in a question, uh, if we don't get to it, super sorry. Um, we'll probably do this again in the future. So you can send another question then. Um, but, uh, there's two questions. One is from Ziza Hork and the other is from Taylor underscore M. M. I don't know how to pronounce the last part of that Taylor. Um, but you know who that is, Dane. Um, I think I do. Yeah. Zach's question is funny and Taylor's is I think a good closer. So, um, all right. Zach's question is how would you describe each other? How, how would you describe the other if introducing each other at a social event? I've got two answers from for for you. You go first. Let me let me think about this for a second because I, I have okay. done it. I have done it, and I'm trying to remember how I did it. Oh, I don't remember this, so no. I'm, I'm I'm excited for you to regale me. Uh, it's actually I don't think I introduced you. I think I explained you to some to a friend who doesn't know you. Um, oh, interesting. Um, I'm curious now. I so so here's how what I would do. There's there's two answers, right? There's, there's one that's a meme answer and there's one that's my legitimate answer. So the meme answer would be to just pull up Dane Fogdell, the movie <laughs> and show someone that movie and be like, yes, this is, this is true to life. 110% accurate biopic or biopic. Uh, and then totally just leave you horrified. Uh, the, the, the second actual answer is I'd probably be like, yo, what's up friends. This is, this is Dane um podcast dungeon master game master extreme uh you've probably seen him in my movies or listened to his voice on in like the music that i do or i've plugged his podcast uh he also is a great dungeon master and i'd probably lead with that before getting into like oh yeah he's like also like you know one of the nicest guys i know he's also like super chill he also is a great driver. It uh, <laughs> has all these other incredibly useful skills. Um, I don't know why I'm like making it a resume, but that's probably what I'd do. And then maybe maybe throw in some, I don't know, some badass anecdote. Like I always think about uh, just like the fact that you can fix cars or like, um, I think I threw a watermelon at you once and you, you caught it. I did. And I and I and I probably would lead with like, yeah, I was like, I was like, 
hey, Dane, heads. And I threw a watermelon at him and he caught it. And I don't know what I was expecting. Uh- <laughs> I don't I don't really remember either because that's like, I, I remember we were at like Marshall. Like, yeah, yeah like, we were in the I middle was, of the wilderness. Yeah, I was not standing somewhere like super stable either. Like, no, <laughs> I don't I don't know why I thought that would be a good idea and or funny and or interesting i was i'm sorry no you're good (laughs) i wasn't even mad at the time i was like oh cool i have this now um (laughs) i think i would uh in like sort of a joking way have and will probably again describe you as like my highest energy friend um like I, I, I am like, like both in like a, like a ha ha way. Like I'm not super high energy in, in my own life. And so it's like, Oh, like we shouldn't be friends. It doesn't make sense. But also like you, I like, I'm like, you can't slow him down. Like you, you can't do it. Um, you're, you're constantly, you know, like in middle of a project and, um, making something. And also I think I, I I've described you as just, brutally honest to yourself you know like you never Mm. like you never held back on like what you cared about and what you liked and what you loved regardless of situation or um anything else and so like i I, i've i've often described you to like people who don't know you as like just very independent and uh kind of like strong in that way and also just like a big old dork. Like, like I'll be like, you know, like he loves power Rangers to the ends of the earth. And like, you will never stop him from doing that. Um, so maybe don't bring it up if you don't want to hear about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's so funny. You mentioned that. Cause I was just recommending like an abridged version of a bunch of seasons to someone the other day. <laughs> nice. You know, like but, honestly, yeah. No, that's Aww, I th- Dane. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> how I think I'd do it. It's a very sweet introduction. I like how mine is straight for the memes and yours is straight for the feels, but that's exactly indicative of who we are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, our last uh, question for the episode is from our good friend, Taylor underscore am. How is it spelled? A-M-G. Ong? Ong. 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 Okay, Ong. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what are some favorite personal slash shared moments since you've started the show smiley face or i guess it's a colon and then a close parenthesis uh but a smiley face i mean easy answer for me is like when we got to hang out in person that was fun that's like yeah. that easily kind of hops to the top um, mm-hmm. I don't think I have like a, sp- other than that, a like specific moment in mind. Um, but what I do have is that we started this in quarantine. Uh, and that was a really lovely thing to have when it felt like every connection I had was cut off for this one to sort of come roaring back 
the the timing on that was fantastic. So I'll just I'll just say that. I'm not sure if that's a specific moment, um, but you know. Yeah, no, I I, I agree because I, I I think like there was always a part of me that really missed the consistency of being able to talk to you often. Um, cause like we've talked about it on the show, but like, it's hard for us to sit down and talk and be like, and just like catch up or something without us being like, yeah, we'll, we'll talk next week. And then it's six months later. Um, yeah. And, uh, I think, so that element of being able to talk to you, like, you know, like if not every week, every other week or once a month, it's like that having that stable consistency has been really great. Uh, because like, you know, you are a very dear friend uh, to me and and of mine, and I really enjoy your company. I really enjoy like what you have to say and, and your thoughts and opinions. And I, and I had really missed that. I think I had a couple of friends who were like, like, do you have a friend who you can talk to these sort of like big thoughts you have sometimes? And I'm like, yeah, I do. But, but we're always busy, you know, yeah. <laughs> we're always off doing something. Totally. And I'm so glad that we could save this space for ourselves on the show. And I think it kind of hit me when we were, we had finished recording our like seventh or so like unaired pilot. (laughs) And we were getting ready to like record our, like our trailer for the show. And I was like, wow, it's finally happening. We've managed to talk like for seven weeks, like straight, like once a week, like that hasn't happened since high school. Um, yeah. And that was like pretty, pretty wild. Uh, and just sort of that kind of fulfillment that we've, you know, that we can talk to each other. And also it's just pretty insane that, that we can talk to each other and that people will ask us questions or tweet about it or totally. like t- talk to us in person about it or message us about it. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's, I think that's something wild is that like, we're just talking like, like mm-hmm. we have topics to like guide us a little bit, but this is like, this is just not, this is not like a, like a big old scripted show. Like I, I don't do research for this or anything. Yeah. Like we, these are just our conversations. And so the fact that like anybody finds any interest in that at all, I'm like wild. Cool. Yeah. Thank you for being here. That's fun. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's like, I don't know. Like, there's this visual in my head, like, you know, we're like, is like, you know, you know what would be sick? Mm. Uh, a live show, a live show in a, in a game store. Uh, <laughs> that would be cool. That would be, be so fun. sick. That, that, you know, goals. Um, one day, but, oh man, I think we're out of time, man. <laughs> we are, we are out of time. <sighs> well, this was a very nice, relaxing episode. I hope you all had a good time. Once again, apologies if we did not get to your question. Ask us again next time we do this, because I'm sure we'll do this again, because this was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So uh, you can see what movies uh, I'm watching on Letterboxd at Derek Aiello. And conveniently, I'm also at Derek Aiello everywhere else on the interwebs. Dane, where can we find you and your work and existence? Uh, well, you can find my podcast Diceology, uh, which is spelled like the science of dice on Stitcher, Spotify, or I guess iTunes, I guess it's Apple podcasts, but like Apple podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Does iTunes exist anymore? I think I've asked Uh, this before. So it does on windows. I don't think it does on Mac anymore. Weird. Anyways. Um, 
Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Hopefully this month I will have like a new place where you could see my writing, for example. I'm still kind of working on it. I'm very curious and very excited about this. Yep, yep. Well, thanks for hanging out with us on this lovely, lovely morning. I'll catch you all next time, everyone. See ya. See ya.